No, he didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. And welcome everybody to Locked On iRacing podcast news and results. We are doing both tonight. You have we'll have a little live section in here as well, but not live. So you will catch up with what we've been up to. I'm Peter Wilkinson, and I'm joined tonight by the one and only Braden Martin. How are you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Pretty full-on couple of weeks and doesn't seem to be slowing down for, for anyone, but here we are. We, we've made it back this week after a brief hiatus. Yeah, so sorry about everyone not getting an episode out to you last week. Sorry for not having a live episode up in a couple of weeks. I know we promised things, but it's just not happening at the moment. You've got six people in the crew and pretty much six people have something going on at the moment, so... Uh, shout out to all the guys in the team that are, uh, haven't been on for a couple of weeks. Uh, there are stuff going on, but hopefully they'll be back in your ears very soon. Uh, I've done the worst intro to uh, an episode ever. I haven't done this for a couple of weeks. I don't think I've done much for a couple of weeks, but uh, we're week nine of season two in 2022. Uh, there is a lot of stuff happening at the moment. We're building up to just that little period of new season coming on the horizon so we're starting to get a few little teasers so we've got that stuff to talk about later on in the podcast you're going to get a little bit of what brayden has been up to and, and what i've been up to which is a lot of moving house and not much um but yeah we'll, it's just me and, me and him tonight and then we'll get on to some results which will include hopefully some anscar and uh definitely some srw v8s and uh that'll be about it for tonight but um as as always we are here Tonight, thank you to Brewster Coffee. So go check out the website, brewster.coffee, and you can then check out exactly what's going on in your local area for coffee and also the Locked On Lads Discord, lockedonlads.com slash discord, uh, where is the place to go to check out all the cool things that are happening with us and around us at the moment. We've got a bit of a live event going on uh, or a catch-up in the southeast Queensland area at the end of the uh, mid-August, I think it is. So keep an eye out for that one as well. And we've got a big charity stream event happening around the Spa 24 hours. So keep an eye out for that in the Discord and other socials as well. But let's get straight into it, Braden Martin. You've got a rig, I don't. So what have you actually been up to for the last two weeks since we talked last? Yeah, actually quite a bit. A fair bit more racing than probably I'd been doing previously, which has been good and bad. Um, good in the sense it's been nice to actually do some driving rather than just talking about driving, but bad in the sense of I probably have been way too busy to be doing the driving that I've been doing. But, you know, sometimes you just got to, um, you know, do some things for yourself and, and do some racing. So uh, I guess, well, it's been a couple of weeks now. Um, so probably thinking back, there's been two two weeks worth of SRW trucks um, which um, I must admit, I'm really, really enjoying. Um, it's been super fun to do something different. Um, I know I did a, a, a race around Homestead Miami in the Anne's car, which was really fun and I enjoyed it. But that was in Xfinity, I, though. You didn't actually get the trucks in that. Yeah, that was in a the, very different beast. Yeah, that was in the Xfinity. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm surprisingly competitive, which is which has been nice. I've sort of been around the mark. Um, all of the races um, and haven't really been caught up in a really bad accident or anything like that yet as well, which maybe is aiding in t- to my enjoyment. But um, yeah, no, it's been good and like just learning and hearing um, Scott Rankin sort of teach us a bit about the trucks and stuff has been been really, really good. He's a very knowledgeable um, person. So I'm kind of a bit, um, 
we'll just say just uh, a bit loose in the sense as I don't really know what I'm doing. So I'm kind of just picking it up on the fly, um, but but doing all right. So a couple of weeks back, we went to Phoenix, um, the old legacy Phoenix, though, not the not the new one, um, which was a, a pretty tough track. Um, again, was having a pretty decent race. Um, I was on track probably for a top four or five um, and a bad timing for a safety car kind of i was i was catching the guys ahead i felt like i had better tires um and i thought i was going to be able to make a bit of a late run in the last sort of 10 or so laps uh then we got a couple of consecutive safety cars it got jumped a little bit on one of the starts and then we had another safety car then we had a green white checker and yeah just on the second to last lap or last might have been the might have been the lap coming onto the white flag um I just committed a bit too hard trying to make a position up on the outside and and put myself in the wall. Not enough to damage myself and get me out of the race, but dropped from about fifth down to ninth or something or fifth down to eighth, um, which was a bit disappointing. But again, a really, really good race, um, which was really fun. And then last night we went to Michigan. So um, I guess that's what they call a cookie cutter track. Is that right? One of the tracks that is very similar to... Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, something like that. You basically, um, you lift in every corner, and that's about it. You you don't really use much brakes. So yeah, cool. yeah. So it was it was really good. Um, again, I think I qualified fourth, so had an okay um, qualifying. Hadn't really done much practice. Probably only about ten to fifteen laps plus whatever we did in the practice just before the race started. Um, and yeah, it was it was running alright. Um, a couple of early caution or an early caution got dragged up into the commentary booth. Um, mid yellow flag, which was pretty funny. And Scott was giving us the interview saying, you know, so like, what's the strategy? Like you stayed out, you didn't go in for fuel um, or anything like that. You know, what's the, and my response was basically, I'm just doing whatever Lachlan <laughs> Kate was doing. <laughs> whatever he's doing, I'm doing because I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. So the, the, the fuel strategy was basically copy whatever uh, Lachlan was doing. So that is it fair was, enough. Yeah. So. And look, most of the racing sometimes is like that. Like you don't want to have them go on two different strategy if you don't have it planned out beforehand. If you just follow what they do, you can't can't go too far wrong. Yeah. Well, you say that until it all did go wrong. So, um, <laughs> at least it go wrong for him as well, or not? It did. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So well, except fine. except he got the lucky dog, so he got his lap <laughs> back and got to race for the end, whereas I didn't. Um, yeah. So there was a caution with about. I can't remember exactly how long was left, but there was a caution that left me. I couldn't, I, I was about 15 liters too much fuel in the tank to be able to fit what I needed in for the rest of the uh, rest of the race. So I couldn't chuck it all in. So I had to stay out and, and continue on, but um, ended up keep going. There was no more yellow flags or anything like that. And it got to the point where I had to pit because I was going to run out of fuel um, pitted, came in, did a great pit stop, got out, did a lap, caution comes out, I'm a lap down. Uh, so get stuck out. Obviously, everyone else pits. Um, we have to stay out. Well, we don't have to stay out, but we, we want to get our lap back and we've just pitted, so there's no point going in. Um, so get the lap back, but there was a bit of confusion with the cars getting let through at the front. Um, so they didn't probably get let through as quick as they needed to had to basically smash it around the track to try and catch back up to the pack. I basically was approaching the back of the pack as the green um, was getting ready to go, which means I had to slow down. But as I'm slowing down to try and make sure I don't overtake anyone before the control line, um, 
the cars are now taking off and basically just killed all the momentum. So the last sort of 10, eight lap little sprint that it was to the end or something, I just couldn't catch up. I, I fell off the back and managed to get back up to 11th, I think. So my worst performance so far um, in the in the trucks, but you know, it was you know, a little bit unlucky. I think, it, again, I, I reckon I was on for a podium. I was just running the high line following Lachlan, basically stalking, <laughs> stalking his line, saving my tires, um, and things are going well. But yeah, just a bit of bad luck. And I guess that's NASCAR, right? You can do everything right just about, but sometimes someone takes a gamble on a strategy that probably shouldn't work, and it just happens to work, and yours doesn't. So yeah. yeah, that's what it comes down to, and that's why I enjoy it so much. It really does open it up. You, you can be the best driver on track and still not win. You can be the worst driver on track and still have a really good race. And um as long as you make the right calls and put yourself in the right position and, and don't make mistakes and look after things, and yeah, it, it, it rewards that over extremely good driving. But extremely good driving obviously does help. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's been Trucks, which, again, been really enjoying. So anyone who's interested in giving an Oval Series a go, um, not that we're sponsored by SRW <laughs> or anything like that, but, but genuinely... Um, jump in next season when they i'm sure they'll do a second season of of the trucks and and learn how to do ovals it's been really really well ran and lots of learning which has been really good so um yeah definitely jump in and do that and then the other thing i've been doing is the porsche um so i think there's only been one race since we last spoke uh that i participated in in that and that was around barber motorsport park which was an absolute disaster I don't think I've ever had a race where I've driven worse in my life. So, um, had a really good start, qualified twelfth, tenth, maybe around about, just on the back of superstar Porsche driver Tim Corn, um, and he had yet another horrible start, which meant I had zoomed past him on the straight, but then. A uh, bit of a checkup caused me to tap the rear of the guy ahead of me, and he unfortunately spun, which gave me a black flag. Um, but it didn't matter. Uh, on the start of the second lap, I spun myself in turn one, just that off camber dip left hander, just rear just decided it I doesn't ever. Wanna... Oh, so do I, and especially in the stupid Porsche with its stupid heavy engine and its <laughs> stupid position in the back of the car. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just been yeah, yeah, it was it was really bad night. I had about five spins, I got a black flag, I ended up seventeenth or something. It was just yeah, it was a disaster. Let's not talk I about that talk every too much. Yeah, so I don't <laughs> want to talk too much about that. Um and then I also did oh, Buzzer and I did a VRS Enduro, which was pretty cool. Yes. Um it was nice to jump back in all the talk of uh, doing the Spa 24 sort of got me a bit motivated to get out there and have a crack at an Enduro again. And and Buzzer was nice enough to step up and, and uh, you know, jump in the car with me. We uh, went in the BMW, which was a car I'd bought like two days before uh, to start having a bit of practice for Bathurst 20, uh, Bathurst, um, Spa 24, which uh, looks like we were going to have a crack probably in the BMW. And for anyone who's wanting to buy a gt3 car i know bmw might not sound like the most exciting car to to pick but it is i've only driven three or four of the um gt3 cars but it is by far the easiest to drive like no no joke and 
you know, not having a go at you, Wilco, but I know there's someone who wants something that's a bit safer to drive, probably, and not maybe not as loose. If you buy the BMW, you'll be quick in it. It I is own the BMW. I'm sure I own oh, everything in iRacing, but um, it, we'll get onto that in a sec. It's so <laughs> it's so easy to drive. Um, having said that, <laughs> having said that, I had an awful first stint in the enduro. I took the first hour and started 26th we made top split uh because of my silly i rating that doesn't reflect my gt3 <laughs> skills <laughs> and um buzzer did try to bring it down a little bit with his but it wasn't enough we still made top split um <laughs> and uh, 26 to 16th in about four or so laps um which was pretty cool lots of people spinning off i don't think any of those were actually overtakes um had a 4x on turn three again check up caught out a little bit and tapped someone in the rear didn't spin them but still got the forex um but just i had a couple of off tracks i had a spin coming into so brands hatch was the the track um you know after the three right handers you have the left hander that goes into the last corner yeah yeah so going into the braking zone there right hand side just got the tire on the grass and just as yep. you break, you slide and slide off into the sand across the other side. It is a very uh, so, common mistake. <laughs> yeah, so I had a spin there. So there was another 2x there. And then uh, maybe five to 10 laps later, coming into the last right-hander of that section, just got the back left-hand wheel on the grass on the outside of that turn and spun and was perpendicular to the fence. Just grazed the wall, so no, no real damage, only just grazed it. But the problem was... Buzzer couldn't see because his spotting camera angle had all the trees in the way. So he couldn't see my car. I didn't bind a traction control off button, so I couldn't flick spin. Um, And I'm trying to reverse out. There's cars coming. Then the reverse crosser, I lost about 23 seconds. Um, Ended my stint on 14X uh, after the hour, which wasn't great when we only had 11X left before we would get a drive-through penalty. So Buzzer jumped in. He had a pretty good spin pretty good stint he got caught behind a guy who was really slow but he just couldn't work out how to get past him which made it a bit tough um he got hit in the rear into the last turn and had a spin and and got some damage um about a minute's worth of optional but nothing too bad the car was perfectly fine to drive um and he ended up racking up about 9x so i jumped in the car with about 55 minutes left and we had 23x out of 25 before a penalty and I was after having 14x, I was <laughs> not I was, confident yeah, at all. I was stressing a little bit, but I had probably one of the best stints I've ever driven in a long race. I barely made a mistake. Um, ended up finishing zero x for the last stint. Um, didn't have an off track. Didn't even go close. Really, maybe one or two sl- small moments, and ended up chasing down a few guys. And in the last sort of ten to laps 10 to four left or three or four left um actually made up a couple of positions um by making some overtakes which was really cool it was pretty exciting to gain some positions at the end so we ended up 13th um overall which was pretty cool so didn't have any big major issues a couple of spins and just goes to show like you don't have to be the quickest out there and you can get a top 10 by just making sure you don't damage the car you can even make a few mistakes here and there and um and still go all right so yeah, I've been doing a fair bit. And then I did a bit of a session with Tim on Sunday at Spa just to get some practice in. And and uh, it was it was really cool because I did a full stint at the end of the Brands Hatch race with a 0x. When and next uh, time I drove was doing a Spa, did a full fuel tank at Spa, um, about an wow. hour's worth, and got a 0x uh, well doing that done. as well. So it was 
pretty nice to get some really good laps under my belt, um, which yeah. was good fun. I'm so jealous of that chat we've got for the enduro drivers. Just seeing everyone going on, and I'm just like, I just want my rig. I just want it. Oh, hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow. We'll see. Um, so what I've been doing, two things. I've, I've been broadcasting still, so I've been keeping a connection going there. We've done two broadcasts for uh, the Australasian Supercar E-Series, uh, the V8s on ovals. Um, so that's been pretty good fun, getting to sit with both Scotty Rankin and Carl Withy, uh, Wilkinson Withy, to listen to them just call absolute delight of a race every single time. So these two... We did the Indy 400 the first night, which I was not prepared for. I was going into it thinking, cool, we've got a two-hour show, end up being a three-hour and 18-minute broadcast, and no joke for three hours and 18 minutes. It was just absolutely captivating listening to Carl and Scott talk and then also watching the race. Um, Everything was happening, and it was a lot of green flag racing, which was really good. Um, so, So that's been fun. I think last night was probably one of my best nights no, not last night, Sunday night. So we went, team went to uh, Charlotte and uh, did round two of the Australasian Supercars E Series. I think it was my best night on the cameras uh, yet. And actually had Scotty calling out the fact that I was showing what he was about to talk about before he even he even got to it and um, nailed a few crashes on on screen. So obviously then had to go back and replay them, but actually got them live and things like that and just. Camera work is getting a lot better to the point where Raymond messaged me after who's the guy who Raymond's the one who got us he runs the series and he put us in. And he was actually complimentary on the on the camera work. So I was pretty happy with that. But um it's been interesting. We've got a different overlay package. I've got to try and touch that up for tomorrow's season two opener of or season two for the year opener for the Anscar Xfinity series, the Thunder series. Um but we've got a few more things on the line for that. So that's been pretty fun doing that. Just need more time. I've I've really enjoyed watching the broadcast. I haven't always been able to catch them live, but I've been trying to go back and watch at least bits and pieces of them. And I've thought the production qualities looked really, really good. Like considering there's people out there that have been broadcasting for a long time, it's not really that much different. Like it, it looks good. Um, and like you said, I think you're getting a lot better at, at the timing of things as well. Um, and listening to Scott and Carl. Commentate it's like it's a pretty good. Com- it? It's a pretty good combination <laughs> that you've managed to steal. Um, I don't know how we ended up with these two, but we've done it really well. Yeah, we're so, gonna start playing them soon, I guess. So yeah, if, you, get, if you want to get your your uh, product on that on the broadcast, it is up. We need to pay these guys because otherwise we're going to lose them to someone pretty good. <laughs> That's right. I guess. Uh, I guess the question I have for you is: um, Are you like getting similar levels of enjoyment out of doing? The broadcasting because I know yeah. it's it can be in a sense a bit of a thankless task behind the scenes and, and like it's nice that people like Raymond have been um reaching out and saying what a good job but um are you enjoying it I suppose look I I think I've said it a couple of times because I Alex McKellar was famously said you know don't get out of the seat and that's what basically what I've done for a fair while now is not race um through you know all these different reasons but mainly the broadcasting takes up now two nights of my week, which when I was only racing three nights a week, that's a, a fairly significant amount of time. But I'm getting just as much enjoyment out of producing the content that people are consuming uh, and just watching and talking about it as I am racing it because there's things that I'm good at. Racing is one of the things that I'm okay at, but I'm not good at. They're <laughs> broadcast, like not broad, but talking about things and producing things is something that I've done forever. 
like you know i've done the videos i've done youtube done twitch i've done all this stuff i've streamed forever so i know what makes a good product and i think that's coming out in the in the short period of time and that's what i'm enjoying like i've always just i've done streams one of my best streams one of my best streams ever is just sitting there purchasing a pc while everyone in chat was just talking to me like just that interaction with the audience is what I get the most out of it. And it's hard to do that while you're racing. It, it's good to do it with it with our racing team because our racing team is nuts and sits in one channel, all eight of us, and just talks. Um, and that's where I get the enjoyment out of it, even though I come last or I crash out or, or anything like that. So I must admit, sit- I, that's something I've gotten better at. I used to have to drag <laughs> Nathan into a separate room because I couldn't concentrate if it was all you guys <laughs> in one room together. I didn't yep. know how you could do it, but then I slowly realized, like, oh, actually, sometimes I need to talk to these guys and yep. communicate with them for race things, and I, I've definitely gotten better at that now. I think everyone in our group anyway is fairly respectful, and they know when to turn it on and turn it off, and um, I think that's what I've enjoyed the most. But that that's what I get the kick out of. I I podcasted for seven years or five years or whatever with the same crew just purely because that was the time for us to get together and talk like i don't care what we're talking about it was just that was forcing me to do that so forcing myself to have some time with scotty and carl and be able to be their their eyes for the world so trying to be just as good as them two talking to each other and giving them the stuff they're talking about is is a good challenge in 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 itself and i'm enjoying it i'm loving it and if if I had to just sit here on my new rig that's hopefully here soon and just race, you know, socially a bit of fun every now and then, not serious, and, and but be able to produce content like I'm producing, I'm happy with that. But no problems with that. I must admit, I have missed you in the SRW truck. <laughs> I feel like that series would have been right up your alley. And look, if it had have been better timing, I, I would be there 100%. It was just the fact that I sold my rig the... Uh, Kota didn't help being the second race of the season where I was going <laughs> to jump in. Like, That's just not something mm. I want to do in my life. And then the, we sold the rig and that was the end of it. But um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's unfortunate that the season registrations have closed now. So um, I'll probably jump in. It depends on my timing. I'll probably Need just a, do some we'll official. We'll go wild card round. Yeah, we'll see. I'll talk to him. He'll <laughs> let me in if, you, if I ask him real nicely. He's <laughs> part of our team. Um yeah, look, I'd love to, and I'm very extremely jealous. So that's the two things. I've been watching the trucks, you guys in the trucks, and I've been watching the enduro chat, and I'm just like, this is the stuff that I've been wanting to do for ages. Like, you know how long we've been wanting to do an enduro properly, and I just can't be part of it. And I've, I've always been, I'm the one who made the turny left channel, and <laughs> yeah. I can't I do anything about the, it. The irony in it is that <laughs> you you and Tim were almost always talking about, oh, like, doing ov- like you guys don't understand yeah. how good ovals actually are, and then both of you aren't even in the series, and yeah. neither of you are driving ovals at the moment. So it's, it is pretty it's ironic. A nightmare, but look, we'll get to it. So that's what I was going to talk about was, I've been spending money I don't have, which almost got me in trouble <laughs> yesterday. But um, it's all good now, and I've got it's not a video, it's not a video podcast, but I've got my steering wheel sitting here that I've had for about a week and a half. The OMP. you shouldn't be touching that without gloves on, mate. I know, sorry. <laughs> I just took it out of the bubble wrap just so I could show you the Simcore <laughs> OMP. So I'm looking at it now, going there's probably not enough buttons on there, so I might need to talk to John from Racecraft and get a button box sent over ASAP. But um, gonna be different like this wheel itself like just looks phenomenal and i expect well the tracking says that i get my rig tomorrow um 
I'll be chasing that up first in the morning, but that'll be something I potentially got to put together while watching some races and and preparing some other stuff tomorrow. Tomorrow might be my bit of a mental health day away from work because it's been a nightmare. But um, yeah, we'll 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 see how we go with that. And obviously, I just paid for a new PC, so um, we've got uh, an actual locked on lads TV broadcasting PC coming in the next probably two weeks it'll be here and it'll be cool to show it off it's got a lot of um it's it's, it's the flashiest machine i've ever put together with someone so aftershock um if you go check them out there's some really good uh options and justin over there helped me out an immense amount so thank you justin for putting the design together for me and it's going to be nice and pinks and blues and it's going to be a nice powerful thing so we'll be able to push the graphics even further for the broadcast and we'll be able to do more things at once which is the problem i was i was finding before this pc was just starting to stutter when we really pushed the limits of what we wanted to do so this thing will be built to um withstand everything to do with production the only thing i think that it's missing is i reckon you should have tried to maybe sneak like an australia post logo on there somewhere <laughs> and try to try and claim it on tax i'm sure those spreadsheets that you are gr- working on probably need the grunt that's in that pc Oh, look, definitely it's going to go through the business anyway. It's fine. <laughs> There's no problems with that. And the 49-inch the screen that I'm I'm staring at at the moment, which is my production screen, which I, I, I've had it for a week and I couldn't do without it already. So um, we'll have a little 27 sitting above it um, to, to help out with a few things, including chat. It's 49. It sounds stupid, but it's just not quite big enough for production. I'm, I'm having to shrink things to put things in spots. Um having that extra 27 above it when I can mount it. So I'm not going to be able to mount anything for about another two months because we're getting some cabinetry made for this room. And once the cabinetry is made, then we'll be able to center it around the cabinetry and that's when I'll be able to mount everything on the wall. So I'll make do with my 49-inch super wide, ultra wide, whatever it is, super duper ultra one. (laughs) Could you go like a temporary just desk arm or something maybe? I theoretically could, but I'm just not going to push it at the moment. Yeah, I've spent a lot. Um, (laughs) Obviously, we sold the house for a lot of money compared to what we paid for it. And um, we're in one of those very fortunate situations. So I've I've definitely splashed out, as you can tell. But I'm trying to not buy things that are redundant at the moment because I've got enough redundant things sitting behind (laughs) me on the floor that I've got to get rid of soon. So Fair enough. um, yeah, but that's what, what I've been up to and that's what you've been up to. So let's get into the actual news. The news brought to you by our Locked On Lads Facebook page. Go over and um, give us a like and give us a follow. They're the two things that really help it get out there. And and if you see some content you like on there, just share it with your friends and things like that. Obviously, um, we've been very thin, few and far between at the moment, but that hopefully will change with work i'm forcing myself to step back from work a little bit and i'm doing a bit more managing than i have before which gives me more time at home so once we get on top of that you'll see a little bit more stuff and i've also got a social person hopefully coming on board eventually when their life doesn't go so silly but let's get into the news so there's been lots of little tidbits from iRacing they've um dropped a new track or two for pictures from new tracks in the last couple of weeks, since we've talked to you last, so one picture um, of a track and another picture of a track and then a picture of a car and track with no information about it. It's just, I assume it's the car because they wouldn't show a, is it the front end or the back end of a car, you reckon? Yeah, it was the back end of a car, I'm pretty sure. So most of the rumours that I saw were based around it being um 
the uh, new Mercedes GT4 or new Mercedes GT3, um, which was the majority of the of the possible sort of um, yeah rumors that people were floating around. But there were some people that were saying, no, 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 you got to have a look at the back uh, of the picture. The grandstand has the Italian flag. It's Mugello, and this is the the bridge, um, which is the same bridge that's at Mage- uh, Mugello. So. There's a few people that were saying that as well. So either or, and then obviously we had the the nice photo of Sandown looking like it's pretty much finished. Um, so that'll be a that'll be a track that'll come in the next build, you yeah. would assume. Yeah. Um, and then we had the little sneak peek of a pretty early looking in development of Fuji um, yeah. as well. So I know I'm pretty sure pretty big track uh, in the GT scene, right? Um, Gran Turismo. Uh, one of the staples of that series, so it's pretty interesting to see that they've reached out to grab Fuji. Yeah, Fuji's one of those tracks that's been in just about everything, I guess, and or been been a big part of obviously racing culture for a long time. And it'll be interesting to see um, what they package with it because you like, let's say they let's say they drop um, uh, some cars or weather with it. That would be the interesting thing. Um, everyone. Or not, the people I've seen talk about uh, the weather or, or saying that iRacing people are being very, very, very tight-lipped on it at the moment. So um, that you can go both ways on that. You can say, cool, they're getting ready to shadow drop it or they, they're just not ready to talk about it because it's not ready yet. So mm. <laughs> take your pick. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it would be an interesting thing if they get Fuji in with rain. Um it, it, it's a beautiful looking track, and I was, I was you know. just about to say that. Like I, one thing I'm looking forward to about Fuji, like you look at the track map, and it's a weird looking track. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's um you know massive long front straight, and then you know some hairpins and then some squiggly so, bits and some fast um fast sort of uh, high radius corners. But the, the the coolest thing is literally driving down the track and just seeing Mount Fuji in the backdrop, yeah. this huge volcano um, mountain thing. It's it's pretty so, awesome. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Olympics in Japan just recently, 2021s, which were actually in 2021, not 2020. Yes, cycling and the road, uh, the running finished with laps around Fuji or part of Fuji. Uh, was it a I'm... different track? I ooh yeah I think you might be right. I do remember them being on a racetrack. Um yeah. and I'm sure it was up to yeah, Mount Fuji that they're racing. Yeah, I have a funny feeling you're right. Yeah, it would have been Fuji. So yeah, if that's case, like that tra- track just looks great. Like it's one of those iconic tracks. So I can't wait to see it in there. I just like I said I don't want to race a skippy around there. <laughs> but <laughs> um I'm sure that'll be it. Although we'll talk about Aussie car I guess in a bit. Um, the new and improved Aussie car coming with the Formula Fours would probably actually be fairly good around there. To be honest, it, it's going to have a bit a bit of everything. Yeah, and I think Fiji as well, just for some recent popular pop culture, was where they had that massive accident in the GT Challenge recently as well uh, on the main straight with that really slow car on the right hand side, and first and second were basically nose to tail drafting each other. And first stayed behind this really slow car until the last minute and ducked out to the left. And second didn't know there was a car there and went yeah. straight into the back of him. Um, so I guess it's been been around the place lately. But yeah, it's it'll be cool. 
uh, a cool track. I'm assuming there'll probably be a couple of layouts maybe around there. Um, it looks yeah. like a pretty big motorplex kind of kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, don't know. Don't well, I mean the Skippy race is pretty good everywhere to be fair. But um, yeah, it, it's cool. Sandown. Um, I guess I'm looking forward to Sandown. Obviously, being an Australian track, a, a lot of people don't necessarily really like Sandown. Yes. And funnily enough, I know everyone got all excited or Winton this, Winton that when it was announced we were getting a couple of Australian tracks. But man, the participation at Winton in some of the series has been yeah. awful. There was a Skippy race the other day that had like four people registered for it or something. So wow. yeah, it's um. Which it's is weird because we did the V race there for Aussie Car and V works really well there. But Winton, like in my history with watching V8s, there's the Sandown 500 is just the, the biggest thing outside of Bathurst. Obviously, always been the lead up to Bathurst, but I've had fonder memories of Sandown than what I, when I watch it now, I look at it and go, ooh. Mm. Ooh, this track. I don't know. I'm pretty glad it's not going to be there anytime soon. Um, it just is a bland, boring track, which doesn't really lend itself to much at all. Um, <laughs> but when the rain comes, it's interesting. I can tell you that right now, and it usually does come at Sandown. So yeah, um, it's one of those tracks. Like I'm definitely fonder memories in my past than what what I remember it now. And Winton, I think, is just one of those tracks that I've never ever really enjoyed and to watch. But and I think that's showing through. Like it's very. Go fast here, happy in here. Go fast here, happy in here. Go fast here, happy in here. Go fast, do almost a happy, and then another another heart. It's just it. It's good for some cars, but definitely not good for some others. So yeah. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. Like you said, we're kind of ramping up to that that time. It's the end of season two as well, kind of the mid year. Yep. Um. Sort of drop. I, I always find. Well, I always feel like I could be wrong going back and looking at it over the time I've been there, but I always feel like the mid-season drop seems to be a pretty, pretty big one, pretty exciting one. Um, it's interesting the rain to talk. I know we've talked about it before, and Buzzer and I were talking about it when we we're doing the endurance the other night, just saying like, imagine how uh, spicy this would be if you know all of a sudden there was some rain coming over in this endurance, and you know, say for instance, Buzzer hadn't quite finished his um, minimum amount of laps that he needs to do and he needs to decide does he come in and get inters or does he try and stick it out to be able to complete his minimum um laps uh, and things like that i think it would be really really cool um but i'm not excited again for the driving standards <laughs> so no it, and, it'll be interesting uh, like it, see this is what i was going to talk about before when you're talking about your enduro like i was watching the bathurst 12 hour for i only got about an hour of it in on the weekend but it was the point where it was the second last pit stop, and like the guy who's coming second put his his tire, literally what you did, but not quite. He uh, going into Hell Corner, put his tire on the white line, not the grass, but the white line. But it was wet, mm. and he he went off. He missed his braking marker and went off the track, almost bogged, bogged his car from second on the race. You know, two yeah, two laps. I know it happens to the best of us. You know, <laughs> that's it. But you know, just. Yeah, it's going to make it hard for some people, but it's also going to be one of those things that you'll choose to race and you choose choose not to race in it. But well, yeah, uh, but like, isn't it going to? Surely, it's going to be just like real time weather, right? Surely, like not not in all officials. I don't think. Like, I think yeah. you'll find endurance races definitely will be real yeah, like time weather, special, like the special events and mm, stuff. Yeah, definitely, and there'll be a, there'll be an endurance series that will be. Hey, in, you know how you have open and fixed. You'll have maybe not open. Oh, sorry. 
Uh, wet and dry. Weather and fixed, <laughs> or fixed weather. Yeah, wet, wet and dry. It'll be real life and, and, and fixed yeah. sort of thing. However, I think it'll be okay. The They'll pick out two or three of the, like, IMSA. We'll get, mm. There might be one of each. I don't know. It'll be hard because it's, you've got such good participation in IMSA, you don't want to ruin that by saying, well, every race is going to have real-time weather. Mm. You've, you've, but you've definitely got to have two or three main series that is just, this is real-time weather. Like the mm. Skippy series, the Ferrari challenge, like those ones don't make any sense. Keep them dry. That's fine. Yeah, or maybe have one race a season where, hey, this is the right, this is the one where it's going to rain at lap twenty, everyone, or lap like the, at the twenty-two minute mark or whatever. This in this every single session is the same or something like that. So, mm. um, oh if we said we're not going to talk about it, but here we are, we're talking about it for five minutes of weather. But I was just looking up in the background. August second was when they first talked about it from iRacing side of things. So, yeah, we're not quite twelve months into that yet. Well, I don't think they said twelve months. They said that the plan no. was they would they were hoping to have it ready at some point in the, the at some no, point yeah. next year. At, at no so. stage they say twelve months. I'm just saying it's yeah, interesting yeah, that twelve close. months later we're we're not there yet, but we have to be getting close. Yeah. So. Well, I like like everyone said, like when you drive cars like the Porsche nine nine two and things like that, and your windscreen gets dirty. Your windscreen wiper automatically activates now. It never used to do that back in the day. <laughs> so, yep. so there's things there's things in the background that have been put in 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 preparation. Preparation, obviously, but yeah, it's interesting. I think they shadow drop it. And I would love to be just a cool this special event this weekend. By the way, it's got weather. Um, well, imagine that, like Spa Twenty Four, if that that's our enduro <laughs> that we set up to do, and all of a sudden we got people having to drive in the rain at night. Like, oh yeah. my lord, it's going to be a yeah. nightmare. Now, there's definitely things happening in the background. You 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 know they're getting ready for it, but whether it's this this one or it's it's probably more a season three or maybe even look year one, twenty twenty three makes more sense now. Might be a um, Christmas present for everyone. You might see. Hey, cool. By the way, week thirteen in in season three, we're going to do a. This is a practice, a, like a trial, a beta in one of the series. Here's his weather, what it's going to look like, and then turn it off again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who knows. But let's move on to, uh, so we've got a new channel in the Locked On Lads Discord, which is in under our content, and it turns around and it's called, um, I can't even find it now, Podcast Preparation. Nope. <laughs> it's called Add, add it is. News for the Podcast Here. <laughs> yeah, I did a spelling mistake. <laughs> and it's turned out to be the channel where everyone just chats in it anyway. Um, so we've got a couple things in here. So Roy Clark, the person who actually had a bit of a crack at the Australasian Supercars E series uh, last no, not last night, not before, um, and did, did did a good effort. Top twenty, well done, mate. Well done. Uh, he wanted to bring our attention to a little thing that's happening uh, over at the Banter Alliance. So no more Emu Racing. Is this this? The, the team EMU Racing uh, and Progression Racing teams have been merged, and it's now the Banter Alliance. Um, well, Banter Alliance so, Racing, it's Bar. Sorry, B A R. And they're not even Kiwis, or they're going to the bar. That's what they are, cool. <laughs> possibly. Um, so catch those boys in the new cars, which have Bay Twenty One on the front of the cars. There's actually a locked on lads on the um, part of the roof and the uh, the boot as well. So oh no. Boots on one or one of the cars. I think Chassis' car's got that one extra spot. I think we're on the boot of all of them. Chassis' got it on the roof. So, 
I, um, I must admit, they have nice looking cars. They've they've done a really good job of them. I'm not sure who does their paints, um, and who organizes that, but no, nah, they I I was very impressed. I think the the merger that they've done, the cars they've come up with are, are yeah. pretty pretty specky. For those who don't know, the Banner Alliance has been going on for a fair while. It's been working, I guess, not really closely with us, but fairly closely with us. Like we've had Chastity with Skippies in in our team and you do a lot of practice with the Banner Alliance and I've done a little bit with them. Roy's obviously driven with us in the SRW series and, and things like that. So um, it, thank you for putting our name on the on the car. But, yeah, it's good to see those boys coming along and, and becoming making the Banner Alliance the, the front of the, the, the teams instead of the EMI racing and progression racing. Um, catch them in the V8 the Veterans Series and also um, Scott's as well. East Coast V8 Coast. series, which they keep trying to rope me into doing, but I said, sorry, I don't have four and a half <laughs> weeks to complete one of the race lengths that they do because <laughs> they're always so bloody long. So, yeah, um, yeah it's um, yeah, good to see them uh, have their little merger and, and the cars look awesome. And I'm sure we'll um, see Chasty and uh, others right up the front of um, some Scops, Scops races very soon. That's it. Uh, so the second piece of news to come out of that channel, so don't forget you can jump in that channel and drop in your news as well. That's really helpful. Uh, we will talk about it on the podcast. Um, but the ODSE series is just giving us a bit of an update on what's happening uh, from their Facebook page. So the 410 Sprint Tour last month has finished up. Or finished up last month. Uh, they'll be back in action in early July running a 360 Sprint Series uh, Speed Week, which will be the 3rd, 4th, 6th, and 7th, which is a... Um, hit out for the drivers before the 360 power series later on in the year so if you're a fan of driving 360s on dirt which a lot of people are they're one of the better well not one of the better they're one of the easier ones to get into i guess um but yeah, that, the, i'd be just doing 360s if i tried to drive <laughs> on dirt that's about all i'd be doing that's it um there's also the second edition of the wheelman challenge is back in 2022 uh, with a short and fast four-week series, the competitors utilising a different car each week. Uh, this year, those cars will be the big block modified, the 360 wingless sprint car, pro late model, and the dirt midget. Uh, this series will be run on the 20th and the 27th of July and August 10th and 17th, and they will be on live on Speed Speed Esports Network, the second best broadcast, no, the best uh, so as stated before, the 360s will be back for a third edition in 2022. This series will be an invite-only series. So that's a big change from last year after the series got cut sort of halfway through the series. Uh, with the best and cleanest drivers uh, on the service to battle it out over six big weeks. This will be held on August 31st through to October 12th uh, with a September 17th week being a week off in that period also broadcast on Sim Speed. Throughout about the year, they'll have a sec, uh, editions of the 360 and 410 championships will be held in November. Um, so keep your eyes peeled on their Facebook page for more information of those upcoming events. And if you are a dirt driver, get get good. Oh, not get good. Get keen to jump into those <laughs> ones. Yeah, definitely go to the Oceanic Dirt Sim Events or ODSC Facebook page and um, give it a follow. Other than that, other than that, it was just everyone uh, congratulating me on my, microphone yeah, my beautiful uh, new <laughs> mic and how it was uh, nice and clear. So that's always nice to hear. Hopefully, it's still that way. Who would know after the audio issues I had on stream the other night? 
Um, but yeah, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it's still sound and nice and uh, smooth. I've been noticing it does jump up a little bit on the, our new recording thing every now and then while you're not talking. So I'll have to keep an eye out for that, what's causing that. But that's something for later on to go to. Now, what have I missed out? Is that all the news we've got? Um, I guess we could talk briefly about the Formula One. Could have a really oh, quick God. chat about that. Obviously, they went quickly, to Miami. Before we go there, I did mention it before briefly, but Aussie Car has a, oh, yes. um, a new series coming up uh, to replace the Skippy Barbers, which is pretty cool. Uh, so the Formula 4 series is now live if you want to go over there and uh, join the series. So that's through the fa- uh, the website, um, aussiecar.com. I think it's aussiecar.net, isn't it? Okay. Sure. Uh, but yeah. if you do check out the Facebook pages uh, as well, you will be able to get it there as well. Um, yeah, so aussiecar.net. Um, I had a chat with Ira the other night. We uh, jumped into Discord cool i was doing some laps at the time um but yeah he's he's super keen really excited um i think there's a a slight change with the formats um for this season something that is new to the um new to the open wheelers it was similar to the way that we went with the tcrs with the three different formats so there's sprint races which will be three 15 minute races regular races which will be two 20 minute races and endurance rounds um which will be 50 minutes races and rolling start as well which is pretty cool um and yeah so fixed setups um no safety cars uh there will be a fast repair which is really good um for drivers um i know it's something that ira's often steered away from um in his series but I think it'll be good to get the racing and keep people racing. And I think he's built up a good enough group of drivers that he probably doesn't have to stress as much about, um, you know, people taking advantage of the fact they've got a fast repair, maybe like he might've thought he had to in the early days. Um, And the the biggest thing I noticed, and I don't know if you picked up on this with the promotion of the series um, this time around, um, Pete, but did you notice on the poster it says Aussie car 2.0? Yes, I did. So, yeah, I think it's a bit of a... I think when when speaking to Ira, he well, we'll have to get him on because he'll be able to articulate it better than I can articulate it through him. Um, but, you know, he, he said he really had to mourn the Skippies in a sense. Like, yep. he'd become... They pretty, forever. Yeah, that'd been so long. It'd been the staple... Um, you know, I think he wasn't um, completely happy with the way things ended, uh, in his own words, I suppose. But what he he really realized how much they meant to him, and I think that's what it made it, it made it hurt a little bit that it it wasn't really the right time. But as with everything, sometimes timing is everything, and when a, one door closes, another another opens. And watching him stream. Uh, some of the F4 races that he's done. And I, I happened to tune in the other day when he got a podium in one of the top split official races. And just to see the the joy and happiness that he got from that shows me that um, he's in a good spot and, and he's enjoying the car. And I think he can really see the potential in what seems to be a pretty popular car at the moment. I must admit, I haven't driven it myself um, doing so many other things at the moment, but um, people seem to be loving the F4. So if you're uh, interested in, in, in participating in a well-run uh, league that you know has some really really good drivers and I can vouch for I know at least a, a good handful of them that I've driven against as good clean guys 
um, definitely head over to aussiecar.net or the Aussie Car Facebook page and and jump in and, and have a crack at the um, new F4 series. So I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So it's big changes, to be honest. Like, it's not a weekly series anymore. Yeah, I guess, that yeah. That's, a... Sorry, that is something I completely <laughs> glossed over. Sorry, yeah, you're right. I was looking at some other things um, on, on the info sheet as well. Yeah, so it's it's a big series. It's 12 weeks, mm. um, which is which is double the length of uh, the old OC car series. Um, like like you said, it, it's a bit of an, a, a new era and a new dawn for Aussie cars. So um, it's run over... 12 seasons, five sprint, five regular, two enduros, but yeah, not every week. So racing's fortnightly. Um, and I think, you know, the reason for that is uh, I think we've all found that with life going back relatively back to normal, Ara wanted to give people the best opportunity to to race every week and not feel like they're going to have to miss a round. Um, um, and if that's avoidable, I, I believe there's a drop round as well, which is something that, um, we haven't normally had an Aussie car series as well, um, which I think is good. If, if you do have something come up, you, you can afford to miss around. And, um, or if you are able to participate every week, even better, it means that you, you know, if you have a bad round, you can still be in the championship. Um, and I guess the other really cool thing is, is, you know, had a confirmation that, um, you know, whenever they get a chance, uh, Chaz Mostert, Jake Kostecki and Nick Perkat are pretty keen to come back and do some more racing in the Aussie car leagues as well. So, uh, that's something that's pretty cool. Get a chance to rub shoulders or rub tires with a couple of the best or a few of the best drivers in, in the country. That's it. So, look, I I haven't had a chance. I've been too busy. but uh, and, and I didn't. I said last time that Formula Ford really didn't feel like it was for me, but um, it, it'll be definitely one of the cars I drive as soon as I get my rig set up just to see how it feels with the new rig. And being every second week over a 12-week season like that, that's a potential thing I could definitely jump into on a Monday night where I'm not having to commit to every single week. So he's, he's done all the right things as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm looking here, though, as he always says, weather dynamic weather based on the forecast of a real-life track location. I wonder how much that will play into when raindrops. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know he's keen for it. That's so. a big, big change to the, <laughs> to the scheduling all of a sudden instead of um, nice, beautiful weather around Bathurst for the uh, season finale where we're, <laughs> we're rocking in a rainy, uh, rainy Bathurst. That would be interesting. But, but the, tra- like the track list is, is pure IRA, like... Cool, you're going to have Winton, Sandown, Oran Park, Phillip Island, Bathurst. There you go. There's the five Aussie tracks to start the season. Away you go. Then we're going to go to Sakuba, which is set up for, for good close racing. Um, then Okihama, which is also set up for good close racing. Lime Rock, which is just a nightmare, but also set up for good close racing. <laughs> Charlotte Roval, yes. Once again, big, long, open, draggy straights into Lagos. Is going to be the the one in the mix, but it has got another massive dra- a drafty section. Uh, Barber Motorsport Park uh, that will be an interesting one, a sprint series there, and then we're back to Bathurst again. Wouldn't be an, that's where we finish Bathurst every other season. I was, was going to say it wouldn't be a um, it wouldn't be be a, an Aussie Car series without finishing at Bathurst. Hey, <laughs> yes, exactly right. So in the first Bathurst is an enduro versus the regular the one for the finale. So that's another. Way I would have almost done it the other way, but you know, Ira's got all the stuff kicking right. It's $24 if you want to ent- enter the series. Um, you've got till the 6th of June to really get in on that one, so yep. yeah. And, and as always, um, Ira's sort of stated as well if you genuinely, you know, really want to race and you're having trouble maybe getting getting the $24 together, 
feel free to hit him up and I'm sure he'll be able to work something out as well. So um, that's really, uh, really good of him. I did just see something else and I I know he's going to kill me because I'm forgetting something really important that we talked about. But um, obviously there's the chance to win the the laps of the Formula Ford at Eastern Creek, which uh, you know all about. (laughs) You know all about Wilco. Um, And... Um, there was one other thing that, oh yes, the grids are solo qualifying for race one, reverse grid for race two, um, and then finishing positions for race two for race three as well. So a bit of a mix up with the the grids as well for the sprints and then regular is, uh, solo qualifying for race one and then finishing positions for race two, um, as well. So rolling starts for the enduro. Yeah. So a good, really good mix. I think, um, I think it's going to be a, a cracking series. Um, like I said, I haven't been driving there for really any um, any open wheelers really of late. I've been, you know, pretty heavily into the tin tops at the moment. But if I, you know, if I wasn't doing SRW trucks and I needed to find a series, this would definitely be the first one on my radar. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm. I may be there, may not. We'll see how I go when I jump in the new rig. Um, yeah, that's going to be cool. Because then I can do if I'm. Not racing that week, I can jump jump in with the Anscar uh, for the trucks and compete against you guys, but in a different series. But we'll see what happens there. Yeah, let's move on to the results, which we haven't got a lot of results to talk about this week, but we do have a few people who have submitted them. I've got a brand new channel for that on the Discord now as well. So if you are interested in doing it, I can add you to that. All you need to do is get over there and then drop in um, just a message to say that you have um uploaded it and then we can add it into the segment uh when we go i'm just confirming something must, uh, must be a pretty secretive channel because even i don't have access to that one so no, if you, you know, you're not submitting um things so it's all good <laughs> so uh, if you get quick... access to that one you're real special <laughs> uh okay so i did mention anscar at the start of it um Carl is Carl's not well at the moment. Please send him some love if you can. I don't think he'll mind me saying that he's he's just um, in a lot of pain all the time. So I'm really grateful that he does get himself up to be able to commentate for us when he does. Um, he's not going to be doing the Anscar wrap this week um, as he was off for, for the cup last week. Uh, it was off for the cup last week, so may not worry about doing it until uh, next week, the results. Uh, I'd need to mention Hamish Gallagher winning season one of the Trucks Championship, though. So congratulations to Hamish Gallagher, who just seems to be winning everything at the moment. He is on fire. I was going to say, that uh, that generally happens when you're on the podium pretty much every single week, doesn't it? Yeah, I got sick of talking to him in the Thunder Series. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, so congratulations to Hamish Gallagher. We'll have more from that in uh, from Carl next week, I'm sure. Uh, but there's one... We haven't really mentioned at all the whole way through the thing. Uh, the Pro Invitational for the supercars for the Logitech G uh, was held during the week. Apparently a pretty good race from what we, we found out. But uh, we have a whole podcast dedicated to that, which will be out next Wednesday, um, which will have an interview with a couple of drivers, a bit of a recap from us and a bit of a preview of round two. So we won't cover it very much in this podcast. You need to go check out The Paddock, uh, which is our podcast for that. So go subscribe to that if you can that'd be really handy but the only other bit of results we do have is the one and only buzzer um from our discord from locked on i racing himself our v8 master class driver until Braden came along um <laughs> he put together a wrap of the 
uh, Sim Racing World V8 Super 1 and Super 2, and he's recorded that for us. So go give him some love on the socials. I don't know if you can. Just hop in our Discord and tell Dylan a Buzzini, or Buzzer we call him, um, how good he is. And, yeah, take it away, Buzzer. G'day guys, Buzzer here from Locked On Racing to go over the results for Round 3 of the SRW V8 Super 1 and 2 Series. Round 3 of the American Invasion saw the drivers head to Watkins Glen Classic Boot Layout. The Super 2 race was first cab off the rank for the night with a 31 lap race which provided some entertaining racing all throughout the field. Championship leaders Stead Miller, Peter Pavlovic and Dan Schultz would start at the front of the grid to continue their battle for the lead of the championship. Stead Miller would get a good start before coming unstuck at turn 2 and spinning which brought out the safety car on the first lap. The green flag would wave on lap 4 with Dan Schultz leading the way and a battle for the lead would take place between Schultz, Pavlovic and Paul Gerlin and Andrew Cowan before Cowan making a mistake and taking him out of the battle for first. Gerlin would make contact with Pavlovic at turn 1 on lap 6 which would result in a drive through penalty for Gerlin after just taking the lead from Schultz. With Gerlin serving his penalty Schultz would take the lead back on lap 11. Lap 12 would be when we saw the first pit stops of the night. We would see a couple of lead changes between Schultz and Daniel Weaver on laps 16 and 17. With battles happening all throughout the field, we saw a great battle for first place with five cars in the running. The second round of pit stops came on lap 21, which would then bring us to the last stint of the race where the battle for the lead between Schultz, Stephen Martin, Brad Wall and Weaver continued. In the end, Dan Schultz from After Dark Drag- Dragon RC would come away with the win, crossing the line two seconds ahead of Stephen Martin for Century Motorsport, and Brad Wall from Chris Cross Racing finishing out the podium. Rounding out the top ten was Daniel Weaver from Sendet Simsport, Peter Pavlovic from Century Motorsport, Locked On Lad Zone Jeremy Bush and Dylan Budzini, Kester Mack from Pulse Racing Team, Andrew Cowan from Performance Racing Team, and Ty Delaney from Fishy Motorsport, who came home in 10th in his debut race, so a great result for him there. Driver of the day, though, would go to Stephen Martin for charging from last on the grid to second place come the end of the race. Moving on to the Super 1 race, which would be slightly longer race for the night with 37 laps where the talented list of drivers battled it out for the win. Fishy Motorsport would fill the front of the grid with championship front runners Blake Delaney, Michael Whiting and Jamie Dyke sharing three of the front four positions on the grid to continue the fight of the championship lead. The top four all getting good starts and leading the pack into Turn 1. Harry Dodds would also make a good start but had a spin at the exit of Turn 1. At the completion of Lap 1, Jamie Dyke would have the lead over Delaney and Whiting making a fishy motorsport three-car battle for the lead. Lap 2 would see a blown engine for Locked On Lad's own Matthew Might, requiring him to tow back to the pits. Unfortunately, this would be one of two blown engines of the night for Mightsy. It was a clean start to the race with the field all bunched together and providing good racing but that would end after contact between Alex Court and Ty Byrne on lap 4 bringing out the safety car. Under the safety car we would see some early stoppers opting for a 3 stop strategy with Darren Lobb, Bruce Tannock and Harry Dodds all pitting. 
The safety car period would end on lap 7 with Dyke still in the lead over teammates Delaney and Whiting. Once we were back under green flag racing, we saw some good battles through the mid-pack before the remainder of the field came in for their pit stops at lap 14. The early stoppers would lead the way through the mid-stages of the race with Lobb in P1 followed by Tannock and Dodds. Contact between David Coleman and Darren Crosby would see Coleman getting going heavily into the wall at turn 2, bringing out the second safety car of the night on lap 17. Jamie Dyke would take the lead back after Lobb again pitting under the safety car to come back out in P5 after his second stop. Green flag running would commence on lap 20, with the top three being Dyke, Logan Barnett and Delaney. Some good hard racing between Court, Tannock, Stephen Lawrence and Alex McManus ensued over laps 21 and 22 before unfortunately Court and Lawrence made contact at turn 9 causing Lawrence to spin into the wall on exit. Jamie Dyke would surrender the lead of the race to Barnett after making his second pit stop right on the critical lap of 26. We saw a nice battle between Whiting, Lobb and Delaney before they dived in to do their last pit stops. With the final pit stops done, Darren Lobb would have the lead over Dyke, Whiting and Barnett, seeing Lobb extend his lead in the last few laps. Darren Lobb for Simrig's DPR would take out the race win with Jamie Dyke and Michael Whiting from Fishy Motorsport rounding out the podium. The rest of the top 10 would be Blake Delaney from Fishy Motorsport, Christopher Island and Logan Barnett from Send It Simsport, Harry Dodds from Performance Sim Racing, Lindsay Hobbs from Excalibur Esports, Alex Court from After Dark Racing and in 10th David Coleman from Fishy Motorsport. Driver of the day was split between Chris Island, who made up 10 spots from starting 15th, and Darren Lobb for his perfect race-winning strategy. Well, there are the results from Round 3 of the American Invasion for the SRW V8 Super 1 and Super 2s at Watkins Glen. Next week, we'll see the drivers head to the tricky track of Virginia International Raceway for Round 4 of the series, so can't wait to be back next week to give the results from there. Back to you, Wilco. Five, four, three, two, one. And thanks for that buzzer. Like I said, hop into our Discord, hit us up on Facebook if you do want to add your results to it. I'd love to have time to be able to watch your Hollywood series and give you results, but I just can't at the moment. Uh, and as you heard, most of the team's pretty much stuck doing a whole heap of other stuff, so we can't at the moment either. So, But look, that wraps up the podcast for the week. Roughly on an hour, aren't we doing good, Braden? Yeah, it's amazing that we've actually managed to shorten it down. I remember when we first started this all the all over a year ago, we thought, oh, yeah, it'll only be a 25, 30-minute <laughs> podcast each week. And then we started branching out, and it was almost two and a half hours sometimes, and we've managed to shrink it back down into two hour, uh, one hour. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely. So, look, thank you to everyone who's been listening. Sorry again for the time off. Um 
yeah, work and moving house has been a nightmare at the last couple of weeks. Um, if you're in our Discord, you know what's been going on. Um, but we hopefully are on the other side of it now, me personally anyway, as for everyone else. Um, yeah, look, hopefully they're on the other side of their things as well. If you do want to help us out, hit us up on the Facebook page, send us a message or help in our Discord, lockedonlads.com slash Discord. And you can then, um, yeah, just send us a message and we'll see how you can help. Uh, but thank you to everyone who's been giving the listens and showing our support. Uh, all those people watching on the Twitch and the YouTube and all that kind of stuff as well. It's really helping out, uh, keeping us going. But Braden, mate, what are you looking forward to and where can people find you? Yeah, uh, what am I looking forward to this week? I would like to try and get another endurance race up uh, in the next week or so. So if I anyone... hate their Saturday nights. Otherwise, any other night but Saturday, I could get in and do it. I reckon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's something I'm looking forward to, to having a crack at. I think the next one's at... can't remember, actually. It's uh, <laughs> somewhere okay. Um, I think there's one at Donington coming up, maybe. That could be a lie. I, I really um, think that I might jump in and do some IMSA on the build-up to Spa. Like, that's a good chance to get a good long run in. So. Yeah, well, I'm assuming that VRS will be um, at Spa the week of, so you'll be yeah. able to get some sprint races in. I'm sure that will be pretty packed out um, throughout the week. But yeah, do some Spa practice. We've got Porsches on Thursday night, which I've done zero laps for, and it's at a track I've done zero laps at. So we're at Sebring. Never driven it. You've uh, driven Sebring. Which... Nope. I bought it the other day. <laughs> so never driven Sebring at all. Um, Who did I do the enduro with then? Not me. I've never. I only bought Sebring the other day. So definitely not me. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you did it with Mitzi and Vernie. I, 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 I was in was chat because I was the person who said that your car looked like the uh, cow going through the tornado the in Twister. Yeah, yeah. That's why so. we have our tornado um, car emote <laughs> in um, in Discord. Yeah. So that's yeah, another so, reason to jump in the Discord. Yeah. So never, never driven Sebring. Maybe and, I should put that on a shirt. Maybe. <laughs> and after last week's disaster, it's probably not a good idea, but hey, we'll be there. Uh, be back Monday for Trucks, which is going to Pocono, uh, which is oh, going to be interesting. Uh, I did quick three laps around there after the race last night just to see what it's like. And it's a weird, weird track, Pocono. Um, yep. So that is going to be a little bit interesting. But yeah, I've um, been trying to stream pretty much as much of my racing as I can. So jump over onto twitch.tv slash the 1D Wade. I've also been streaming them over on YouTube as well at the moment. So the 1D Wade, definitely not completely breaking any Twitch affiliate status uh, promises. Uh, definitely <laughs> am not doing that. So don't tell anyone. Um, and if you want to hear me talking about anything else, it's probably over on Twitter at Braden Talks, which at the moment would be the fact that my mighty Miami Heat are in the Eastern Conference Finals. So hopefully they get up and smash the Celtics uh, this week. You know, after all that, we didn't talk Formula 1. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, to be honest, average race, pretty boring, wasn't a lot. Track was cool, um, but the, the actual race wasn't wasn't all that exciting it definitely wasn't worth the fact i woke up at 4 30 in the morning to watch it before going to work so uh that was a bit disappointing which was the same time i get up every morning to go to work anyway so it was yeah, funny just having yeah, a chat with yeah, you at 4, yeah, 4 30 yeah. in the morning your time <laughs> yeah well you know you get home before me let's well, oh man i had some, a nap some today days, some days <laughs> <laughs> i really needed it today too um 
So I'm obviously looking forward to getting my rig. If you if we were live broadcasting this, you'd see a big hell of nothing behind me except for some monitor screens on the ground. Um, I'm looking forward to making that look good. So when I do actually um, stream from this computer broadcasting or um, podcasting or whatever we end up doing, you can see the rig in the background. It looks good. We're going to have some wall art, all that kind of stuff, hopefully. You mean, um, a bit, and- you mean a bit like me having the rig in the background, you know? Yes, I just live to be like you, mate. That's all I want to do in my life. Um, Question, are we getting the rig building stream? Maybe. Like, I can do it. Like, you can see here the camera's set up perfectly for it. It's literally perfect, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Um, We'll see when it comes and what kind of mood I'm in and what I've got to do. (laughs) Like I said, I've got to do some research for this podcast that we're actually (laughs) doing. So... Maybe not, but I I could set the video up and record it and do like a fast track motion video of it or something crazy like that. But um, looking forward to that, looking forward to getting racing again and looking forward to Saturday. It's a Sunday night. No, tomorrow night's our next broadcast, which you won't hear by the time this goes up, but Wednesday night ends, Thunder comes back. Um, but yeah, looking forward to all kinds of stuff to do with broadcasting and PCs and and that kind of stuff and, and hopefully racing again and streaming races again. That's what I miss. And, um, yeah, so can't wait for all that. Uh, looking forward to updating the website a little bit. Looking forward to promoting our charity stream and actually organising our charity stream uh, and, and the other events to go around it. So keep an eye out for all that. Sorry we didn't get it done when we should have, but we, we are going to do it. So um, this works better. Just having a, an enduro to, to, to nail it in around is always a better way to do it. So, yeah, looking forward to that. I know all the boys are looking forward to getting you back in the rig, Wilco, because it seems like ever since you've stopped racing that we seem to be getting all the Wilco luck races. So I know Jeremy had a bit of unlucky the other night. He pitted at the wrong time. He missed his pit bay. Then he got under-fueled and then he over-fueled. And I was like, geez, this sounds like a Wilco race. What's going on? I was like, he must be sending his luck this way because he's not racing anymore. So get back in the rig. I had my luck yesterday. I tell you 100% from... House not settling to flat tire with one of my guys said while changing the flat tire, having to get the call that my son was going to emergency, um, was was a hell of a six to eight hour period. I can tell you that right now. That's just the way my life goes. Well, like I said in Discord, I think if you weren't having bad luck, you wouldn't be having any luck at all. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So anyway. Thank you, everyone. You can find all my stuff and all our stuff at Locked On Lads on Facebook, Locked On Lads YT on uh youtube locked on lads on twitch and locked on lads.com um like i said i'll be updating that hopefully soon i'll update my work website so i'll update the same at the same time and i'm looking forward to actually doing some non-racing streams i'm getting right into june spice wars at the moment so um nice little strategy game which i can sit and pause whenever i want so that's really great for streaming because i can just sit there and chat to people and then go oh, i'm playing a game hold on let me play that um We'll see how that goes. That is one of the downfalls of iRacing. Like, you can't be in the middle of the race and then your doorbell rings or something. It's like, well, I'm here for the next 40 minutes. Too bad. My doorbell rings to my phone. It's no good. Uh, I bring up a video on my phone. I can answer it. So, Welcome um, to the 21st century. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everyone, for all your support. And hopefully I'll get some a tour of the house up sometime soon as well. So that's been pretty cool. We're just doing landscaping at the moment. But I'm going to finish outroing this. We're going to talk to you hopefully next week, uh, all things going well. And thank you, everyone, for your support. We'll get back to you soon. Have a good week. Bye.